We all have a yearning for love, but relationships can be confusing and complicated. Dr. Tammy Balashevsky says it all starts from within. It starts with a journey to center. Here's your host for Journey to Center on Empower Radio, Dr. Tammy Balashevsky. Hello, my beautiful, beautiful friend. I hope you are celebrating the exquisite expression of the divine that you are and that you are radiating that light from the inside out. So one of my favorite quotes ever was by Latsu. And he says, be really whole and all things will come to you. So what does this mean exactly, being whole? For me, it means being congruent within ourselves. It's a sense of internal safety and being really relaxed. It's a sense of comfort in our own skin and living our truth. It is the ease and ability to be consistent in action, word, and deed. It's being aligned physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually. Being whole is when we deeply know ourselves, respect, like, and love ourselves. And when we're whole, life naturally unfolds with grace, ease, and joy. We are in sync with the same energy that moves the planets around the sun and in the flow with life. When we become whole is when we experience synchronicity, miracles, and God wings, and perhaps even bring heaven to earth. When we heal and become whole, we ripple out an energy that affects all of creation, because when we heal, we do not heal alone. But the process of becoming whole rarely happens on its own and without our conscious participation in the process. And often we don't know we're not whole until we feel pretty awful and life seems unworkable. Most people are actually really fractured. Most people see the world through a shattered lens or through a prescription lens that's not their real prescription. And from this posture, life can seem pretty confusing and feel very chaotic. So why is this? I believe there are a couple of reasons. The truth is your essential nature is whole. On a soul level, you are perfection. You are complete. But do you know this? Do you deeply feel this? So why is it most of us don't feel complete and perfect and whole? So from the perspective of shamans, every time any of us experiences a wounding, be it physical, mental, or emotional, anytime we experience a heartbreak or a betrayal or a disillusionment as a child or a young adult, an aspect of our soul splinters off. It is the rare person who's made it to adulthood without a great deal of wounding. When we are fractured, we don't feel very powerful. We can feel like life is not on our side. And we don't feel like we're on solid ground within ourselves. We can feel like a victim and life may seem really unfair. We can look around and it'll seem like other people have it so much better than we do. And we don't know why. An initial reaction or a knee-jerk involuntary reaction is to feel perhaps I'm unworthy. Perhaps I'm not as important or as valuable or as good as other people, which of course is not the truth. 
each and every one of us. In fact, you were created with a primary ingredient of love. And the healing journey is really about coming back to the place of love within ourselves, the journey to center, residing solidly on the ground of love within. So how can we do this? How can we heal? How can we come home to ourselves? How can we become more whole? We heal when we bring love and compassion to the places inside that hurt. Energetically, this is how we call back to all parts of ourselves and, and bring them home, um, protecting them, protecting these younger aspects of ourselves, like under, their wing, under our wings. We gather ourselves. We become one. We bring love to the places we've judged. We bring attention to the painful memories that we've buried. We call out with an open, welcoming, and invitational heart to every age, any, every inner child, and every heartbreak that longs for attention and affection and compassion. And it's so often, it's so compelling to look to others to give us what we really long for and what we really need to be able to give to ourselves. But this isn't how true healing happens. When we look to someone else and think, if I can connect with that person, they can fulfill my needs. If they can validate me, if they can pay attention to me, if they can be kind or compassionate with me, if they can fill in the parts of my soul that feel empty, then I will finally feel whole. But it doesn't work that way. It doesn't work from the outside in. In order to heal, we need to be able to take personal responsibility for our inner reality. And often we do need a guide to help us on this journey. And that is exactly why I do what I do as a holistic life counselor. To help people remember the truth of who they are. To help them and hold space for them to find those inner children and bring compassion and understanding and a listening ear and an open heart so that we can come back to the place of peace so that we can come home to our heart and our true selves. So we came here to learn. That's what planet earth is about. It's a school and it's a tough school. So unless you came in as an ascended master, you have soul level contracts that you're here to experience and to learn from. We all come in with karma and because there's veils over our eyes, we can't remember what it was that we agreed to learn about. It makes it kind of confusing and it's set up in a way that it's designed to be. This isn't supposed to be easy necessarily. So, Another thing that I think is so vital is to become aware of the different aspects of ourselves. So what I've been talking about initially here is, is really bringing um, love to the inner child, love to the inner children, love to every aspect that needs it. And I've talked about this a lot in past solo shows. I think I did one about the inner child where I go into this a little more deeply. If this resonates for you and you haven't heard that show, go back and listen to that. It'll give you some tools to really... Um, bring that love to the woundedness and the fracturedness and the inner children so that they can come home 
to preside inside of you in a peaceful, loving, congruent, comfortable way. So now I'm going to go into something I haven't talked about before, and it was so helpful. It was so profound for me to find this out on my spiritual path. So we all have different personas. We all have different aspects of ourselves. We all have um, something called subpersonalities. So some people might um, relate to being a mother or a parent, but also you have a career and we all have the inner child. For me, you know, there's the artist. Some people might have the athlete, the teacher, the actor, the student, the victim, the warrior. So they could be called archetypes or subpersonalities. So I'm going to share with you um, a couple of mine from my personal experience. And this, again, made it so helpful for me to figure out how to become more whole. So I have three primary subpersonalities. And they were not aware of each other. And so it would be like having three different people that are fighting to drive in the driver's seat of the vehicle. So I have, I have uh, one I refer to as Barbie. She's the aspect of me that likes to dress up and likes to be seen and be out there. I have, the inner, I have this inner nun who is very, very spiritual and um, very introverted. And then I have the inner child. So sometimes what would happen when I was single and I would want to go out on dates, I would lead with Barbie. I would do the hair and the makeup and I would wear, you know, a, a sexy outfit, a mini skirt or whatever. And this would garner um, some attention. And it wasn't a problem getting a date. But then after I'd be on the date, it's like the inner nun would take over. And if a guy tried to put a move on me, my inner nun would be going, what are you doing? You can't do that. I'm spiritual. (laughs) Then the inner child would start crying. It was a pattern that happened repeatedly. And when I would tell the story to other people, they'd look at me like I was crazy. And I was. I was fractured. I was really not whole as I was um, navigating this terrain of, of dating and courtship. So when I found out about these different aspects and became aware that I had these aspects, it made things make a lot of sense. So what I needed to do in order to become more congruent with them, it was almost like I imagined doing a round table discussion. So Barbie, the nun, the inner child, we would sit around at a table and try to have conversations because I want everybody to get along. I want everybody to to, um, behave in a really cohesive fashion where everybody's getting their needs met and we're able to show up authentically in our lives. And it was quite a brawl. Initially, there was a lot of internal judgment going on. And of course, this was all happening subconsciously behind the scenes before I became aware of it. The, the challenges and the pain was the catalyst for me to start looking into this more deeply because I was tired of the way life was showing up for me. And I had to eventually quit pointing the finger outward and really start looking inward. And so Barbie and the nun did not like each other at all. Barbie thought the nun was ugly. The nun thought Barbie was a hussy. And the inner child just cried and cried and cried. And it was a snapshot of how my life was going. And so the more we talked and the more internal conversation I had, we all essentially wanted the same thing when we boiled it down. We all wanted to be able to express ourselves authentically in the world. 
we wanted to love and be loved, but I really had to get over some of the internal judgment. And I had to get over some of the dueling intentions, you know, uh, and when we boiled it down, we wanted the same things, but on the surface, they look different. Barbie likes to be out there. I have an aspect of my personality that is extroverted, that wants to engage in conversation and laugh and dance and celebrate with the other people. Um, the nun, not so much. She wants to stay home and be left alone and, and create and meditate. And the inner child just wants to dance and love and be loved. So it was about finding the balance so that all aspects are getting to express and um, feeling seen, heard, loved, understood, and fulfilled, personally each fulfilled. So I want you to imagine this, if you will. This was very, very helpful. Imagine, if you will, that you have like five, six aspects of yourself or sub-personalities. Maybe they're coming forward as we're having this conversation as maybe the, the um, parent and as the career person and maybe the inner child. And imagine, if you will, these aspects are all in a kayak. They're in a, in a boat. And they all have their own desires or intentions or agendas about where they want to go and how they want to get there. But because they're not aware of each other in this boat, they all have a paddle and they're all doing their own thing. And so we're not really getting to a destination. We're just kind of spinning around and we're making a mess. And we're wondering why we're not getting anywhere. Why does it feel like we're a gerbil on the wheel just running really fast and not going anywhere? Why, why aren't we moving closer to our goals? Why, why isn't life showing up in a way that's more supportive? Well, in order for life to show up in a way that's supportive, we have to be congruent within ourselves. We have to be whole within ourselves. So if you imagine again, these five or six aspects or subpersonalities becoming aware of each other, listening, speaking, communicating. It's sort of like having a functional family versus a dysfunctional family within ourselves. And now they're able to work as a team. And you can set that intention or that goal. Okay, I want to go to that spot on the shore. And now everybody's pulling together. Everybody's rowing together. Everybody's working together as a team to get you to that destination. So how can we start to do this? How can we become aware of these aspects? It can be helpful to, to sit down and journal. Think about the things that are your priorities. What matters to you? Let's just pull this all out of the closet and consider this. For me, it's like, okay, I want to meditate. I want to create. I want to um, dance. I want to celebrate with other people. And so then I started separating well, what, what aspect of me wants this? And what aspect of me wants that? Because again, some of them were contradictory. I'm an extrovert. I'm an introvert. And, and we can have aspects that are some of each of these things. It's the rare human being that's completely extroverted or completely introverted. It's about, again, giving credence to the aspects of ourselves and then finding our own personal balance. Because no two of us are created exactly the same. We're not meant to be identical. We really have to find our own particular balance and sense of wholeness. I, I feel like sometimes I'm like kind of like an amoeba and it's like I shift and I um, flow 
But because I like myself and I love myself and I know myself pretty well, the pieces of the puzzle that fit around me show up and it's pretty clear who I'm compatible with. So there's a lot more grace and ease and flow, that sense of wholeness. And it, it's, it does, it changes, it shifts. It's like sometimes the um, inner nun wants to create paintings and sometimes she wants to write. And um, she might want more alone time than Barbie does. So then we have to kind of come into an internal compromise. Okay, we're going to go to this party on Friday. And we do have to be social on Saturday. But then I'm going to take some time off to really give credence to the, to the nun inside. So I don't know if that makes sense for you. But I hope it's opening your mind to some possibilities and maybe um, supporting you and going deeper into a relationship of understanding of yourself, opening your mind to a different way of thinking and being with yourself, different possibilities. Maybe that's coming forward. Also, I have um, a guided meditation on my website called the Inner Aspects Guided Meditation, where my intention is just to take you into the inner realms and invite the different aspects of yourself, yourself, yourselves, to come forward and sit around a table and have conversations. What is it you really want? Who are you? What are your needs? What do you need? What do you want to be fulfilled? And then inviting a second aspect to come forward. What do they look like? How do they feel? What is it they want? What is it they want the most? And can these aspects get along and play within yourself? Can they start rowing together to get you to that, that destination of fulfillment and joy? So the process can certainly be confusing, but I really do believe when we start opening our minds to the possibility and certainly when we start having that conversation with spirit, it creates this opening for um, healing to happen. I love the saying, for every step we take to God, God takes 10 to us. And so, I know that that has been the process for me. I took a step to God and I didn't really expect him to show up on my behalf. But the more I took care of this relationship, the more support and synchronicity seemed to show up in my life. So you've probably also heard the saying, prayer is like speaking to God. Meditation is like listening to God. So I do like to talk and it's vital to listen. I think a lot of people pray, but do they meditate? So to me, the vision that comes up is like, imagine picking up the phone and calling a friend and then talking, 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 talking. And maybe even asking questions and asking for help, but then not taking that pocket of time to get quiet, to get really quiet and listen. And I do believe God whispers. I do believe it's that still small voice within and we may not hear anything right away. And we may actually discredit or discount what we think bubbles up because it's like, it, it's easy to, to dismiss that because it is a whisper. 
and we can think we are imagining things. So to be able to get quiet, this is what I do. I pray and I say everything I want to say. I ask for the help. I ask for the support. And then I get really quiet and I say, God, I'm listening. And oftentimes things do bubble up that surprise me. But it has been such a, an important piece of the puzzle. It's been such a vital tool and step in this healing process. And I think it's how we make really good friends with the universe. I don't personally think we can be whole without that collaborative partnership and relationship with the divine. Because the essence of who we are is the divine. And unless we acknowledge that and invite that and make friends with that, I don't think we're ever going to find our true home within ourselves. And so for me, as I've done this work and come home to myself, as I know it is the energy of spirit that breathes me, and as my inner child feels very seen, safe, adored, supported, as my inner Barbie gets to dress up and dance and play and connect and shop and relate to other people. And as my nun gets to meditate and create, I feel very peaceful. I feel very fulfilled. I feel very satisfied. I'm at home. And I think we all have this potential and capacity to have this experience of heaven on earth. And it's going to look different for each and every one of us. And it doesn't happen from acquiring anything out there. It occurs as we relax into the center and we bring all parts of ourselves home. And as we do, as we start to integrate and become more congruent, our life starts to show up differently because our life is a reflection of our inner reality. So as we take responsibility for our inner state, our inner reality, this inner family, if you will, and the inner child, the mirror and the reflection of our lives, it can really start to become exquisite, truly beautiful. It's when spirit can start to show up in a way that's, it's magical. It's a collaborative adventure where the universe, where God gets to flow through us and we become like the hollow reed. We become the paintbrush in God's hand. And it's, it's an exquisite divine dance. It's a cosmic love affair. And for me, there's nothing better than this. It's the happy for no reason. It's seeing that God winks and living from a wide open heart. It is heaven on earth. And I want that for you as well. And if I can do anything to support you, if I can be a guiding light or touchstone, that is truly my greatest desire. It is my purpose. It is my passion. It's why I do this show. It's, um, it's why I breathe. It's to be able to celebrate my connection with the divine and to celebrate this human adventure in this dance with you and to be like spiritual rock climbers. My intention is to ascend to the highest peak I can and to be on this journey with you 
and to support you and uplift you and to share this experience of gratitude and affection and to light each other's way home. To me, I think that's why God did this. You know, if God is all one and alone, he might want someone to dance and play with. And I think that's why he created you. And I think that's why he created me. And so I'm incredibly honored to be on this adventure and this dance with you as we walk each other home. So please be in touch with me with any thoughts or ideas. Go to my website, Tammy B PhD, that's spelled with an I. If you haven't already, download my free ebook and guided meditation. Check out some of my guided meditations that are on there. And I love Facebook. I love being in conversation and communication and relationship with all of my friends. It really is um, something that brings me great joy and fulfillment. So I want to hear from you. Also, you can email me with any questions or thoughts or ideas, revelations, um, stories. I'd love to hear from you. I'd be truly honored to hear from you. Just write to me at TammyBPhD at gmail.com. And please know that I'm holding you in my heart, my meditation, my prayers. And I'm just sending out the energy of affection and blessings and light and love. I hope you're feeling at home within yourself and shining your light brightly in the world. God bless you. You're in our heart and prayers. Take good care of yourself, onward and upward. Bye for now.